When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 202. My name's Turner Sparks. And I'm Mike Kaplan. You can find me at turnersparks.com. You can buy my comedy album, Turner Sparks, live from the Friars Club. I recorded it live at the Friars Club in New York City. As you might expect, you can get that at turnersparks.com. Go get it. Buy a seat, an actual CD, like the things you use. I'll sign it. I'll send it to you. How about that? Give it to somebody for Christmas. You can find Kaplan on Instagram at Cap in America. This show is also on Instagram, uh, Lost in America Pod, and go to lostinamericapod.com to watch the video. We put all the videos on YouTube. The audios all go on the podcast. And we got to thank the audience, Kaplan, because this is every week in the last eight weeks since we switched to this format, we've had more listeners every single week. At some we're point, growing. we're going to take down Joe Rogan. We're blow- we, we are. In Armenia, we've already taken him down. You should tell everyone. We oh, are my. I didn't number, even announce it. Yeah, we're the number one comedy podcast in all of Armenia this week. So The whole country. The whole damn country. That's a true story. Real, real, the real charts. And number eight on just podcasts in Armenia. That includes like... Uh, uh, what does the queen Whatever. of England have a podcast? The, I don't know who has a podcast. The Armenian soccer report. It includes everything. So there's hundred yeah. million podcasts out there. We're the eighth most liked. Yes. So Armenians. there you go. So we just need to take countries one by one. one by, we're gonna, each we're, country, New Zealand this week, we're going to hey, be monitoring Alpha, the charts. Oh yeah. I was going to say alphabetical, but it'll take us a while to get to New Zealand. So. Yes. Oh yeah. Armenia, <laughs> Azerbaijan. We got to, we're I'm probably not as big there apparently. So we're going to book. A, we did we, get a little bit of a hate mail. We got some hate from them. Yes. About Azerbaijan. Here's the issue is that we had on an Armenian comedian, right? Mm-hmm. And he told us all about the conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan. And people yeah. wrote in, they're like, that was a one-sided conversation. It's like, of course it was one-sided. The guy's from one country. I, yeah. You want to be self-hating Armenian? I mean, you know, that's the thing. He's going to tell his side. And we've always said this, that we don't know anything. We're idiots. So we will take the side of whoever talks to us. Yeah, so we can be had if you want to any Azerbaijanian comedians who want to join the show next week. Maybe we'll flip flop. Let <laughs> us be your patsy. 
We are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll be your stooge. But Kaplan, we should do this because, um, you know, on we have Patreon, by the way, this show is free every Monday, but then three extra days a week, Kaplan and I put out a show on a lost, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash lost in America. That show is called Live from the Bunker for $5 a month. You get that show. You get all three of those shows for five bucks a month total. And but- that's how we do this podcast. That's how we can keep going. So you're a promoter. You're a supporter of the podcast. We don't have sponsors. We don't have Tide. We don't have... Uh, <laughs> Tide, they're big sponsors of a lot of podcasts. They sponsor a lot of podcasts with yes. Bleach, by the way. Ble- we don't have them. We don't have Stamps.com. We don't have any of these people. We have, no. our, we have you. We have the people of the world. But we should say it's, it's not a charity. This is not just charity. You are getting a good program. You're, you get a backlog of over 100 now episodes. The entire history of this quarantine situation, live from the, our bunkers, life in New York City, me with my kids home, dealing with homeschooling, you dealing well, with yeah. being nearly arrested for having a gathering, all sorts of, all sorts of stories you're getting. And what so, I was going to say is that uh, we had some people write in and say, oh, it's one guy, I know him. He's like, hey, I worked in Azerbaijan for a year. He was working for BP doing oil. I don't know if that was shady or not. But I said he had a different side to that story. I said, come on, uh, live from the bunker. Come on that show and give that side. So maybe we should start doing follow ups to yes, this show over on that we show need to, do. We to need get more people to sign up. But today, today we have Nick Ratto. Uh, he is a comedian I met 10 years ago at the Hong Kong International Comedy Festival. That's his biggest credit. Um, but I'm going to read some of his other credits in a minute before we bring him on. That's also my biggest. Uh, but he's going to talk to us about the prime minister. They have this prime minister. She's the talk of the world. She just got reelected, I believe, yesterday or two days ago. Jacinda Ardern is her name. Kaplan, what do you know about her? Because she's the hot ticket. Move over, Justin she, Trudeau. You she's know? the female Trudeau. You know, yes. it's the cooler answer. It used to be cool to move to Canada. If you were like during the, Bush, during the Bush years, if you're an American, you, you would say you were a Canadian. You put the little sticker in your backpack when you traveled. And you go, if my you, president doesn't win in the next election, I'm yeah, moving to Canada. Yeah, they threatened that when Kerry, the Kerry election, they threatened it with Trump. But now people have gone more extreme. A lot of people are saying they're going to move to New Zealand because they solved the coronavirus. That's the, the New York play. City answer. That's the New York City answer. But we don't they don't know anything about New Zealand. I'm confident they no. know less than even we know. What no. do we know? I know that, that they say Kiwi. She's a Kiwi, Jacinda, right? Is it, well, first is of all, that is, that, is that derogatory? I don't think so, but we'll find out. I mean, I've met- Well, you're I've, throwing these words around well, willy-nilly. Back, back in my single days, I met a few Kiwis, and I think they were comfortable with the term. Oh, so they're, they're lovely people. Uh, and I think she is like, it's almost like the, uh, the cool thing is to say, she's like the woke, like, not woke, but she's like, people don't really know anything about her. They just like her because she's young, and they assume she said, like, I thought she said the okay boomer thing. She I like did it. too. We I both, thought, yeah, but we were wrong. We, we already found out during our research that she just somebody else in her in, in New Zealand said, OK, boomer, but no, they invented were, OK, boomer, invented the term OK, boomer. So we got to give them people credit for that. And we know that they solve coronavirus, but I also know that it's an island and it's like a spacious area. So I don't know how much credit they really deserve for this. But well, I don't, that's what we're going to find out. Where yeah. did she come from? What are her politics? I think there are people in New York City who say if Trump wins, I'm moving to New Zealand next week. And for all they know, she could be more ridiculous than she, Trump. She but could be Margaret just, Thatcher over there with, with, a, with a, a younger. I was going to say a pretty face, but I don't want to get be called problematic. So I'll just say it's 2020. Captain. It's, yeah, exactly. But people assume yeah, they assume she's like super like left like AOC or probably or something, you know. People to hear, they assume like New Zealand's this paradise of progressiveness. 
Well, let's and, get into uh, it. Uh, Nick Ratto, before, I want to read your credits. Besides the 2010 Hong Kong International <laughs> Comedy Festival, you were also, uh, you're on Netflix on a show called uh, Short Poppies. Tall, yes. Not Tall Poppies, Short Poppies on Netflix. Everybody check that out. You were mm -hmm. also voted the best male comedian in New Zealand for 2019 and the five-time Best comedy MC in New Zealand. Uh, and you're the head writer for a show called Seven Days, which is a political comedy show. So we have yeah. on the right person, right? Yeah, you'd think so. Thank you for the big <laughs> introduction, by the way. And uh, it was interesting, some of the things that you guys were saying about uh, New Zealand. And yes, it's not derogatory to call us Kiwis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's great. You can, you can definitely do that. We call ourselves Kiwis. Um, it's... Um, we solving the coronavirus i think that's a that's a bit of a leap but uh we'll say we'll say that we just kept people out uh that had it uh, but <laughs> but uh okay you it. hear that liberals <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, foreigners out or all people <laughs> oh mate it was basically so we get 1 p.m briefings every day of how the the status is in New Zealand. So we're at the moment we have no community transmission, so we can walk around do do as we please in New Zealand. But we have these cases that are at the border, so they're in like quarantine. You know, people expatriates that have come in and they have to be quarantined in these different hotels. But New Zealanders see those numbers, and as long as there's no community transmission, as long as no one's walking around with it, honestly, those people who are in quarantine, they're dead to us. Like. <laughs> No one, no one cares about them at all. They're like, three people have corona. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> now, do like, they even get doctors or are they just left to fend for themselves? I feel like, yeah, they, it's like a Lord of the Flies type situation, I think, in those <laughs> hotels. Like, we just lock them in and then if they can survive the two weeks, they're allowed to roam with us. But, um, yeah, no, it's a it's a pretty weird, uh, weird time. We had a little bit of a um, setback, uh, I think it was about two or three months ago, we had like, we went like a hundred days, uh, Corona free. And then, uh, we it got back in, it seeped back into New Zealand. How does it seep then, back in? Mate. So <laughs> do you know what it was? Uh, apparently, um, allegedly I have to say, because it's not, it's not factually been proven yet, but I think I'm going to go out and say, oh, this is definitely how it happened. So it came from America. Oh, oh come came, on. came from you, America. Why'd you let us in? That's not very competent. <laughs> because you know how it got in? It came in through this company called Americold, who are, like do freeze. Like, oh, they, they're not um, from here. They're food. from China. Are they? No, I'm just kidding. Americold. Yeah. <laughs> Americold. <laughs> probably are, to be honest. Uh, yeah, it probably went via China as well. So um, <laughs> anyway, but Americold, they do a lot of freezing uh, food and that kind of stuff. And they reckon that it came in on the freezing uh, side of it. And so, and then like, um, uh, but that's why they can't prove it because it's like, well, they, they, there's no way to prove that one of the workers got it from there and so on and so forth. So yeah, that's it, it, a bit of a, I'm going to throw that conspiracy theory just out there. Just well, straight we'll off take the it. Why not? We haven't been a I good it. scapegoat recently. I, I could exactly. see the CIA because America's looked so bad through this whole process. The CIA sending Americans with COVID into other <laughs> yeah. countries just to yeah. get their numbers up a little, maybe because Europe's getting bad now. Maybe we're responsible. Yeah. Possible. I think that's a good yeah, yeah. tactical statistic move. Just if you want to like, cause you guys are very good at the Olympics, you know, getting, uh, you know, some athletes high up in the table. This is probably the one table you don't want to be so high up on. So yeah, let's infiltrate some people with Corona, let them in some of these uh, countries that are doing well and you get, you get you guys floating back down that table. That could be a re really good option. What I real, when I realized you guys were just on a different level from us, is when you had, I think it was June that you're talking about mm. when there was two cases in the country 
Mm. And the, the health minister of the country stepped down or got fired Shit. because there was two cases in the whole country. Well, do you know why he got fired though? <laughs> because no, so I we were all we we that was a cover. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I think David Clark, I think is his name. I'll throw him under the bus, David Clark. So he basically was a health minister, and so we were in. So our whole thing that Jacinda said was, "Go hard, go early." That was the the, the phrasing. <laughs> oh, it's like a football. <laughs> That's <coach>. very <laughs> problematic too. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So depending on when you heard it, at what time of the night, uh, you got different meanings of that phrase. But um, go hard, go early was our team tactic. We were we were a team of 5 million. That's what she called us, hmm. a team of 5 million. And so we just had a real severe lockdown of about, I think it was, it's hard to remember now, but at least four weeks, I want to say six weeks where everyone was just like super strict. Couldn't you can go out. You're only allowed to go out to exercise. It was a really serious lockdown, but it was the whole thing to eradicate it and to eliminate it. But here's what the health minister did. So he... <laughs> Whilst everyone was locked down, team of five million, the health minister who abides or was supposed to be setting these rules went on his, um, drove his car to like this sort of, um, this beach, this isolated beach, then went for a bike ride around the beach, going around these different areas and stuff of, of the country. And then, um, the reason why he got caught out is because people in the car park who were walking in the area saw his name and he went out in his, um, as face branded uh, government car. Oh, <laughs> his license plate? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Saying, I'm the health minister, you know, license plate. And, uh, <laughs> and then that's how they called him. They took a photo of him and go, and they, they just went on like social media, um, what's this about? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yeah, he, he, and he didn't get stand out, stood down just then, but then he made a whole bunch of other um, uh, mistakes. Oh, this is the other thing as well. He moved house during lockdown <laughs> <laughs> rules don't so, apply to this guy right he is a, got a, he's immune yeah he's immune so um that's why he got fired but um yeah so that's yeah that's that's the he should come here we now. had um because chris christie was the governor of new jersey and he mm. closed all the public parks and beaches for fourth of july yeah. one year to like make some political point and yeah. then went to the beach with just him and his family and <laughs> yeah a million yeah. pictures but he didn't step down I, and yeah. then Nancy Pelosi just went and got her hair cut when she's like a, a congresswoman from California. Yep. She yep. closed all the barbershops and Nancy. We, we got a haircut and she didn't step down either. Like no one in America steps down. They just they are like, whatever. You yeah, have no it, shame deal. And you keep going. You move on. I kind, I kind of admire it in a way because it's like, you know, you've got to have some perks of the job, right? Like, you know, <laughs> McDonald's workers, you know, they get some money off their burgers, maybe get you can get free, free fries. Burger. Yeah. Free fries. You know, the ones that sort of hang over the, the box, you know, that don't quite make it into <laughs> the box. You can have a couple of those. I feel like a health minister should be able to go to a beach uh, or, you know, Nancy Pelosi, she should, you know, get a haircut every now and again. I do admire it, but at the same time, quite hypocritical <laughs> a <little> bit. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things but so uh, what's uh yeah. with jacinda jacinda ardern prime minister yes. what do we call her first of all how would we address uh, her? so depending on who you talk to, to, to depending <laughs> on who you talk to is uh i thought everyone loves Aunt, auntie cinder oh is, auntie cinder uh, auntie cinder is is a lot of people talk to her um people who don't like her call her tax cinder ah um, tax cinder raising uh, taxes raising taxes to get what she needs to get done um but yeah no she's she's awesome she's um jacinda i actually know her i'm oh. um 
Yeah, I've, I've um, conflict I've, of interest. I was going to say this interview's been compromised. <laughs> We're going to get some hate <laughs> yeah. mail from uh, the tax the crowd already. <laughs> the Settle down, crowd, Azerbaijan. Yeah, Azerbaijan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So we we hate Azerbaijan and New Zealand, by the way. Oh, oh, oh no. God. here we go. <laughs> the death threats are doubling. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, no. She's she's really cool. So yeah, it's interesting you said at the top. Like, what would you say? Would she be left leaning, right leaning, all that kind of stuff? Um, I would say she's sort of pretty in the middle, but sort of, but heads towards the left, if that makes sense. So, um, but in some countries, I guess that would be uh, like Canada, for example, (laughs) I feel like Canada is, is super, super left. Um, So we might be right compared to them, (laughs) if that makes sense. But um, so for example, we are voting. So, we only we just voted on the weekend, uh, so we voted for the prime minister. So we there's a couple of things going on. So we have an MMP. Um, uh, I don't even know like how how you describe it. It's called MMP. It's how, it's how we vote. So we get a party vote. Member of parliament, a, or is it? Or no, no, no. So I'm gonna I want to get this app. Like, and by the way, we should say Turner. We didn't mention the intro that they just had an election. I think I don't think we left that out. Did I not oh. mention that? I think oh, we would have forgotten it. And just that's the whole reason why we're doing this. <laughs> I think we got we, we got distracted. <laughs> Good catch. I didn't know. Yes, yeah, there was a landslide yeah. win, right? Or, yeah, so, so a landslide win. Re-elected. Yeah. Re-elected. Yeah, re-elected. Yes, re-elected. So we have a, a voting system here called MMP, which is a mixed member propor- proportional oh. um, way of, of doing it. So basically what happens is, is the country votes and we all get two votes. So we get a party vote uh, and we also get a, an electoral, electoral vote. So people in our region that we want to, uh, to represent us. And so they could be from different parties. So you, could, might, for you, you might want um, the Labour government to be the sort of the government uh, of New Zealand. But in your local area, you might have, say, the national, gov- uh, national uh, MP to represent you because they're they wanting to you know, do things better in your area than the, the Labour um, person. So what happens is you have to get a minimum of 5% of the votes to have a seat in the House. We've got 120 seats. And depending on the different proportions of party votes and um, electoral votes and things, is that's the way that the government is, um, sorry, the seats are distributed out. And for the first time in, oh gosh, in like 20, 30 years using this system, uh, Labor have done enough to govern on their own because basically what happens is if you don't have enough uh, party votes, you can team up with a couple of other people uh, to get enough votes across the line to get the, the the majority of the votes. And so that's what happened three years ago. Labor didn't actually win, like Jacinda didn't actually win the election. They only got 38% and then National got 43% or something. But because they teamed up with the Greens and this other party called New Zealand First, they won by one seat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's this, this mad, mad combo. But, so, over the, but they've been, then over the last three years, they haven't really not been able to do much because there's just so much conflict of interest going on uh, because everyone's wanting their own different thing. Going well, so let's start with that because that's yeah. what fascinates me first is um, a couple things. How, the 2017, let's go back to when she won the first time. So, yeah, or lost the first one. <laughs> yeah, lost, but then, yeah. <laughs> but then won, yeah. But won by unifying, yeah. They won yeah. as a, as with a coalition. A, with a green party and so, with a, a right-wing party. Yes, yeah, that's so correct. I wanna, so, so New Zealand first, um, I looked them up and they're- a, <laughs> I, I could give you a clue what they're like, just the a name. A little problem. <laughs> they're nationalists, right? They just I'm, want New Zealand to be first, but they are anti-immigration, anti-foreigner, yeah. pro, uh, what was it? Was it pro- 
maybe not pro guns, pro. I can't remember exactly, but um, Here, anyway. here's one thing that they were pro for, uh, not taxing fruit and vegetables. So okay. they're like, oh, so they, they have this that. weird out there, like the weird out there, like, you know, yeah, as, as you say, anti-immigration, um, really oh, tough on of, crime, like, tough say. on crime, that law kind of and stuff. order. But then they'll have like this really amazing, like law or, or um, uh, something that what they want to bring into parliament, which is not taxing fruit and veg so that everyone can eat healthy. And everyone's oh. like, yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a pretty reasonable way to lure, <laughs> suck you in. Yeah. They're, they're, they're keto. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's how you get <laughs> someone to join a cult by accident. You'd be like, oh, I agree with that. What else do you have to say? <laughs> I love that. Keto get on the paleo diet. Yeah. Hey, um, so, so that's a lot of caveman ideas to go with their diet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's so wild to me because there's no world in america where like a kind of center left-wing politician mm. would be like yeah this is what i believe but let me just be the i want to win so let's just bring in you know yeah. the kkk or not whoever yeah. they might it, be let's bring in the, how did how does that how does the public see that if you're if you're voting do you be like oh wow she's immediately compromised or it's just like this is how it works this is the cost of doing business yeah a little bit because he then because he <laughs> They had to sacrifice a lot to get him in. So he, uh, so National, uh, who won, they only needed like, you know, um, they, they, they did need New Zealand First to go with him, but they thought that he was just going to go with them anyway because they naturally aligned to their way of thinking. National is the, the, the further right, we would say. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so okay. they're more sort of, you know, uh, businesses, farming. Um, yeah, they're the kind of... Um, uh, not giving money back into the like uh, your standard being, conservative party kind of pretty much like the American yeah, right no, yeah yeah no no beneficiaries you know um, pull your bootstraps up all that kind of stuff um, right. yeah that they're, 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 they're that kind of party um, no wage subsidy like if Corona happened had happened when you know that uh, they were in power we mm. all got a wage subsidy in New Zealand because Labour government was just like here yeah, everyone have some free money to tide us over and then um, but they wouldn't have they they said they wouldn't have done that so that yeah naturally um, New Zealand first and uh, the party leader Winston Peters normally would go with um, with national but it was a really um, interesting turn of event because he basically went to both parties and said, what can you give me? And then Labour just bent over and just went and said, uh, we'll give you, you can be the deputy prime minister. Um, we'll give you the portfolio of his favorite pastime, which is horse racing. Wait, he's <laughs> so, in charge of horse racing? He's in charge of horse really? racing. That's a great yeah. way to buy it. Oh my God. <laughs> and who makes that deal? Does Jacinda make this deal or does someone yeah, else in the party? Yeah. 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 I mean, I imagine, I imagine there's, you know, um, she has aides to help her do it but, but there wow. was all sorts of stuff there going on and you know like um yeah and he was and then he also he was the foreign minister as well so he was in charge of racing which is like your yeah, greyhound racing and horse <laughs> racing and also he was and the, also foreign policy <laughs> foreign policy he got free holidays so basically he could go anywhere he wanted to and so international racing well. international uh, racing you could go to all the international racetracks uh, get some of the good tips to then take it back to new zealand but um so yeah he, he got a really great deal and um, i respect this guy that's what i would want to be in charge yeah, of gambling basically yeah. <laughs> oh totally man and he's really oh he's like he's kind of like i want to say he's old but he's probably i think he's younger than donald trump but uh yeah. he's uh he's been around for years and ages he's a bit of an alcoholic as well he's kind of <laughs> oh, you know drink drink likes his drink. guys keeps getting better and better so he likes yeah. fruit to be not taxed but he also likes yeah. to drink 
I think that's just to you know ward off the scurvy. I think because he's because back when he was a youngster, that was a real big problem. (laughs) So, (laughs) but yeah, so it was been an interesting time. So back then, 2017, yeah, they did this massive coalition, and then the big other big party that they went with was the Greens, which is is what you you know think Greens would be. So really for um, uh, legalizing cannabis, but also for the environment and um, that kind of thing. So. like an island of misfit toys with yeah, these three they don't seem like they fit together in any way if if you yeah. voted for one or the other or the other are you happy or is this just bizarre to the mm, yeah it was i feel like not much got done so they tried to do the big okay. thing that they wanted to do was kiwi build which was they had this uh, so kiwi. in new zealand house house prices are it's really it's really expensive to live here so house prices are really expensive so like in Auckland for example the av- where i live is the average house price is like 1.1 1.2 million new zealand dollars i'm not too sure what that is the us it's probably maybe like 5 or 600,000 us yeah. so that's the average here um, but in the in the city center it's like 2 3 4 million so it's kind of to get anywhere in, in the city center is, you know, you, you're talking a minimum a couple million uh, to, to get a house or an apartment in there. And um, there's, a short, there's a shortage of housing as well. So they wanted to do this introdu- introduction of Kiwi Build, which um, they said, we're going to promise to build um, 6,000 houses within like a year or something. And then I think, I think after two years, I think they'd built like 104. <laughs> Yeah. So, and so they really underestimated their uh, their numbers there. So it was this massive. Um, oh, well, it was the housing, and then also I did read she made a lot of. They kind of made a lot of promises off the bat. Like we're gonna. They said eradicate homelessness. Like there'll be zero yeah. homeless people in three years. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. tough. There's a, some, we're gonna some put them in a boat and, and and drive them to Australia. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> Send them out to the <laughs> islands. Send them to the Fijis. So. <laughs> exactly. Well, eradicate homelessness was a big one. Um, but it's kind of like, I don't know, like for me, it's like kind of like Captain Planet. Remember, do you remember Captain Planet? His, his, uh, what was his aim? Um, Captain Planet, he's our hero. He's going to take pollution down to zero. That yes. was his thing. I feel like if he was like a, a minister or like governing or going for a politic, a politician spot, it's quite a massive, it's a huge, it's a huge statement. And I don't think it's possible because it's like, how are you going to celebrate your win of getting pollution down to zero? Oh, we'll have a few beers. Yeah. Uh, that's going to leave some rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> how are we going to get rid of that rubbish? <laughs> oh no, we're back to 1% pollution now, mate. You got to so, under, under promise over, yeah, over deliver, right? That's it, right? Under promise over deliver. And I think that's how, if you want to win, I feel, but then you can't win by doing that, right? Yeah. You can't, you can't win a, a country. You can't uh, win the hopes and dreams of the nation by going, I'm going, I'm going to give it a crack guys. What will be, will be. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> what happens. Me. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So yeah. another, put, another put thing with her, if you don't, is, um, that I found interesting during the research is that she was put as the head of the party in yeah. 2017, seven weeks before yeah. the election. Yes. Yeah. Where did she and come so from? <laughs> did she previously didn't no one know who she was until seven weeks earlier? Or had she been a figure in the whole country the whole time? So she yeah, so people knew of her. So people she was always pretty like uh, pretty cool and she was she was a DJ as well. Like so oh. she 
She did some um, DJing. Was, was she I'm immediately not voting. For was her. she the Jacinda who DJed on the Real World back in London? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in New, in New Zealand, did she have uh, albums out? No. Well, she. she, she so in New Zealand, uh, to get by, everyone has to have about three or four jobs. <laughs> so even our, even our prime minister had to have a little side hustle. She's just a because, she's an Uber driver. You know, expensive housing. Do some twenty first. Yeah. yeah, expensive housing. Yeah, housing. So it's important to you know keep your toe in uh, wow, different things. So when she was a member of parliament, she yes, she basically. She was called a DJ, but even she would say I was a tune selector. So she didn't actually like basically, you know, mix and DJ and do all that kind of stuff. She, well, she does what about 90% of DJs do. She pretends she's working <laughs> right. and then occasionally turns a knob here and there to pretend like she's the one kicking in the bass <laughs> uh, as opposed to the pre-recorded track. But um, so people knew of her. She was, I think, maybe about sixth or seventh maybe on the list of MPs of in terms of heading up the, the list of the towards the leadership there was a guy called Andrew Little who no one he was he was the guy that was under promising over delivery he's that guy he was the he was a she'll be right trust me don't worry I've got it but everyone was like well we need a little bit of a little bit of something going on and then so the, she was polling there was this poll that went out around New Zealand, it was like, who would be your preferred prime minister? And Andrew Little was like 7% of New Zealand wanted him. And, but like 40 or 50% would say, said that Jacinda would be, uh, you know, a great one. And so then they just made this snap re-election, like just before the election, let's just go and do it. Let's try and try and get it done. And so they did it and it, it kind of it worked because they got enough to, they could do a coalition, but national did that this year. So Judith Collins, who um, is the current national leader, she's only been leader for eight weeks Whoa. prior to this. Was they she a DJ two, before this as well? She was not <laughs> was a she? DJ. Her, her <laughs> nickname was Judith Crusher Collins. So She's a rapper. It sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, she's in a tag team uh, yeah. <laughs> a situation with uh, with Winston Peters. The Bushwhackers? And, <laughs> the Bushwhackers, yeah. <laughs> she was their manager. <laughs> she was like, uh, what was that, Jimmy the Mouth of the South? Or what <laughs> yeah. she, she was that kind of uh, girl. But um, yeah, so she came in. There was a, Originally, there was a guy called Simon Bridges who everyone was, you know, uh, they did like this uh, in-house coup in their party. And then this guy called Todd Muller won, won the coup. And he said, like, I'm your leader now. <laughs> and then he realized, and then he realized how hard the job was. And after 30 days, he said, oh, actually, it's quite hard. I'm going to step down. <laughs> he stepped down. And then they had no leader with eight weeks to go. And they're like, okay, we'll put Judith Crush and Were they like, in. we should have a woman? Because is that what they're trying to appeal to? Like, Pretty much. I think it's, it's, it's a lot. Why is she crushing? I feel uh, she was really hard on, um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have this problem in America, but in New Zealand, we have this problem with boy races. So like cars, like teenagers right. and, and young 21, 22 year old men who soup <laughs> up their cars. And oh like my on, God. Like, this is, like, wait. wait. Wait, Kaplan's wait, neighborhood has this problem. If he's he was, running for oh, local. He's he running a local government next year on this exact. Not platform. to plug it again, but if you listen to our Patreon show, I've been ranting about this all summer. These races right. that are going around my neighborhood. Boy races, right? Yeah. Boy races. So that. what do you what do you call them? What do like, you call them? In uh, your meet, what's the word? Heads. Uh, ch- uh, oh. 
gas heads or something what drag are, what, racers uh, yeah. right or like a, gearheads 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 yeah gearheads something. yeah right so we call them boy racers maybe not in this day and age you know they can be boy and girl racers right We're yeah not discriminating what about, don't here. gender identify them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well that's right that's are they trans so, they could be trans racers yeah they could be trans amps yeah. As yes. well, so you know, so we're not, you know, discluding anyone here. But so what she her, do big, her yeah. big policy was that if anyone was caught, sort of, you know, racing or <laughs> uh, being a boy, no, uh, <laughs> doing this kind of preceded uh, boy racing or um, unsociable driving around uh, your local neighbourhoods, she would, uh, she gave the police the ability to repossess their cars and then crush their cars in front of them. <laughs> In front of them? In front oh of them. That I was go, part of the... How do I donate to her campaign? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait Mate, Kaplan, two days I'm, too late. I'm writing her in for president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplan, I have bad news, though. She lost miserably. Oh, yeah. You guys bad a, news for your she, campaign next year. Yeah. Ironically, she got crushed. I need to be known as Kaplan the Crusher. I need to go around crushing cars. Yeah. Cause they, they, they do like wheelies. They do everything. They're driving around yeah. like maniacs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I feel these people's pain. Yeah. So she, that was, that's where she got the nickname, uh, Judith Crusher Collins. Cause that was her, her policy she bought, she bought in. And, um, what was yeah, her that job was that one. she had the authorization to crush these cars? Uh, so she <laughs> was, I think something, I think she was like the minister of like <laughs> cars. No transport. Oh. I think maybe <laughs> there was something there was, she was, she was a minister of something for, for that. Um, it might've been corrections actually. Yeah. yeah, it might have been something in that she could actually just manipulate the the rules a little bit to uh, stop antisocial behavior and that kind of jazz. Mm. Mm. Crusher. So, yeah. um, okay, so let's see. So then uh, she won, like three days ago, she went, oh, yeah. here, so I want to move ahead to this. So the Christchurch yeah. thing happened maybe two years ago, right? Yes. About two years yeah. ago. Oh, which okay. Christchurch thing happened? Yeah. There's a lot of Christchurch things. Yeah. <laughs> There's a shooting. So there was the earthquakes and then there was the mass shootings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking the shooting, the mass shooting. shootings. Okay. Yep. So um, she did something which we can never, we couldn't do in America. She outlawed yeah. semi-automatic weapons, right? Yeah. And was this like, a, this seemed like a big win yeah. for her. I mean, obviously it was a necessary thing to do, but also a big win. This is the big, this is when she hit the international stage, I think. This is when real. she attracted the attention right. of the American, uh, yeah, who wants to move. Yeah. Now, when she did that, did she have to, did that have to pass through parliament and yeah. house and whatever, every branch of government you have, or is that a one-off, yeah. she writes a legislation? Uh, yeah, no, so that that was, yeah, you'd have to. I'm talking yeah, about Jacinda she, here, sorry. Yeah, Jacinda. So she'd have to, so any kind of bill or movement or anything like that, that she has to sort of put it through. And that's why if you've got a majority, like this is why it's such a, interesting thing that they won by such a landslide because now they've got such a majority of people in the house, they can get a lot of things moved through quicker. Uh, whereas, yeah, so this, I think they passed that in like maybe eight days or something like that. Did I want to say like within two weeks for sure, but it was a resounding support. There was only, I think it was like sort of 80, 81, 82% people, um, voted for the, the change of the laws and there was about yeah a very very handful of people that didn't were against it um so yeah it was pretty quick so that was a pretty unanimous thing and that's where like watching the american debates and watching the uk and watching everywhere around the world actually it's actually as much as we sort of you know laugh and joke and and uh uh, complain about certain bits and pieces of New Zealand politics. It's very, very tame in, com <laughs> in yeah. comparison to everybody else. Everyone is pretty much like 
I'd say 70% of the time they're on the same page. And it's just those, you know, extreme different yeah. things that, 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 that there's dividing yeah. them. But yeah. Cause but we, here, have, we don't have a, uh, and I was going to say, sorry, we don't have a parliament, but we, if our version of New Zealand first, you know, America yeah. first, we're going to call it, those people would never support getting rid of any sort like of like never. Yeah. yeah in right. a million years. So like the fact that they went along with this, they stayed in the government. So here's the thing. So New Zealand first, I think, I don't know if the, how they voted, but so bear in mind, there was about sort of 18, 90% of people who voted against it. So the way that the MMP situation works, so they would only get a proportion of, so even though they are in parliament, they only get like 5% of the actual seats. So, you know, out of 120, I guess it's like seven or eight seats or something like that. Yeah. And so they only have um, that many votes. Right, so right. yeah so yes they, they would have voted it. against it um but i feel because there were so many people on the national side who also had like big amount of seats they were like yeah it. let's just get this done yeah and there was a there was a lot of tink like tinkering and a lot of um pushback against it from like hunters and mm. people who you know because farming's a big deal in new zealand so there was a lot of like hey let's get this law right but there was a big it was a big like yeah of course why would you why would you, why do you need semi-automatics to, you know, um, put down a cow? <laughs> yeah. They didn't like, <laughs> ban all guns, right? Just no, semi-automatic. No. Guns. Yeah. Yeah. Just like stuff that, you know, you can. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. shoot a hundred cows. Course, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Yeah. Mass, mass cow, mass cows occurs. And then they know. did. So wait, so is, is, is this party? So as the, cause the parliamentary system fascinates mm. me that you have to make these concessions. You have to group together with other people and mm. then you go forward. And then from what I can tell, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but when she mm. went forward, when Jacinda Ardern's uh, party went forward, she she kind of didn't do anything that the uh, New Zealand First Party wanted her to do. Is that right or not? What and with, with regards to what, meaning just anything or like? Well, I guess this gun thing, or it seems like once she got uh, past, yeah. once she got in office, she kind of went, "Yeah, sorry guys, I'm not really doing what you want." Yeah, when the guy got to off? be in charge of horse racing, so he was cool. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> He so like bit, he just put bits on things. Is that so normal that, that once you form the coalition, the, the the party in power is just like yeah, whatever to the other people in the no, coalition? No, 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 not at all. So there was okay. a couple of things I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. There was something just recently. Winston Peters, um, he voted for, but he was like agree. It was almost like an agree to disagree type situation. And I think it was the Trans Tasman bubble. Uh, uh, so there's a. Mm. Uh, so New Zealand and Australia, because we've got zero cases in Australia or some parts of Australia, like New South Wales and Queensland and Tasmania and stuff, they don't have any Fiji, Cook Islands, the, a lot of the islands, they don't have any Corona. So we're thinking of this trans-Tasman bubble type thing. And I think Winston Peters voted for it. So he wanted to like, hey, let's get like, because a big part of our money and in, in, in is tourism. And so we've got nothing going on because we've all seen our country. So we don't... <laughs> We, we we don't we've all bungee jumped <laughs> so we don't need to do it again um so um a lot of those industries are missing out so um she voted for putting back the trans tasma bubble or, or yeah postponing it and so there's a lot of that's a bad example because that's he didn't get what he wanted but there's a few examples where he would push back on stuff and okay. yeah it just wouldn't go through because of whatever reason and there was a lot of that to be honest there was a lot of stuff that they wanted to do that um that the other parties um was it like a tax on. increase or something that he, he uh yeah so basically so if you 
this is how this is how I see like New Zealand's government, and it's all cyclical. So national will not spend any money, and there'll be heaps of money in the pot, but then they'll just they'll just uh, the corporates and the the people who are already doing well will keep doing well. But then when Labour get involved, get involved, they're like, oh, we've got all this money. Let's help out the young, the, the um, uh, disenfranchised and the people who are struggling. Let's give them chances by giving out money, wage subsidies, all that kind of stuff to those people. Um, and so how you do that, oh, that's why they call it tax center because they, up, they, they um, to pay for our infrastructure around different parts of New Zealand, they up the petrol tax. And so some parts of New Zealand, you're paying 20 cents more than the other parts of the country just so that they can we can pay for our different roads and bridges and all that kind of stuff so that's okay. what i call it yeah that's all right yeah yeah i get it yeah. uh yeah i mean whatever we people have, have to pay taxes debt, right? we don't care about a pot of money we're not like oh they look there's money there we're just like we got a bigger debt we can pay for more stuff so no it's yeah. like taxes happen yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what about, that's so right. when they when they bought back so that they did a gun buyback. That's a great T-shirt, by the way. That's a great T-shirt. Taxes happen. Get over <laughs> yeah. it. Right? What do you think? Everything's free. Like yeah. somebody has to pay for stuff. And yeah. I'm pretty down the middle, but come on, at some yeah. point you got to pay. Taxes. But yeah, they, yeah. They uh, what buyback about so, to get the guns back? Right? Is that yeah? So the gun yeah. buyback. How did that work? Uh, so that was good, but it wasn't as great as they anticipated. So the gun buyback um, happened, and there wasn't as many guns bought back as they thought there was. So, so there's still guns there's, out there then. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ah. So a lot of the, a lot of the gangs and stuff are still, you know, roaming around with um, different things, but Ooh. the difference is obviously if they get caught with them, they can even just like having them in their car or whatever. It's, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. So yes, they're still out there and around, but you know, touch wood. Um, there's not, there, there's just been no, there's been, yeah there's been nothing because the mm. no i was gonna say what the what in america with the what they always say is the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun and now you got so, no good guys right. with guns because they bought them they sold if they bought trouble. back all the semis is it only mm. has has, it, has crime gone up like in all seriousness or no um i mean i, I don't know crime, I guess. figures but i uh, i would say no like it doesn't yeah no it, it, yeah. the gun it has it has worked it honestly has worked and the the amount of um like there's no, there's just hardly any gun crime here at, at anyway. But, um, yeah. but I feel like, yeah, it's definitely worked. It's definitely, cause you know, our cops, they, they don't, they don't wear guns. Oh, well, exactly really? The, the bully no. uh, things like that. Billy, the, Billy clubs. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, no. So they've got tasers. We've got tasers. Oh, oh nice. So, uh, so it's like, um, you know, the friendly gun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and loves so, it. So you crush people's cars, but you never shoot them for breaking the yeah, law. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, but the thing is that we do, they do have guns and they have access to them and, you know, they get called out. So if it's like they get a radio over and go, oh, you know, we need to get, John, go get the gun. We need the gun for this go, one. <laughs> go to the safe and get the gun, the house go gun. Get the sun. Yeah, exactly. Get the house gun. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go out and do that. But in terms of like walking around, if you see, you know, just people on, on the beat or just on the street they won't be they, they've got no guns on them so um but they they have access to them and they can call them in but yeah that's the thing so but yeah i think that the, the, definitely honestly it definitely works and you know the things like school shootings and that kind of thing that's just not even a well, it's not even a thing school down. 
so we solved it too. So we're, we're, we, <laughs> yeah, we got rid of school. We just got rid, got of, rid school, of school. <laughs> so we don't have school shootings either. <laughs> so it. we solved Trump solved that this year. But yeah. kids, except kids are going to start shooting their parents soon. You got the, big, the biggest thing that I have with school. it. It's not worth it anymore. Yeah. The biggest problem I have though with that whole the only person that can beat a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun is I've listened. Teaching is a very stressful job. And I feel like if they've got guns, you know, I don't, you know, the, the students coming back aren't going to be the ones doing shoot, the shooting up. It's the teachers that are stressed, underpaid. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, they'll, turn, they'll turn to bad guys. Yeah. Oh, totally. They're, They're going to like, you know, you're not listening to me now. What about now? You know, I would like to, that. to get my kids to do their work. I said conjugate the Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a. I think that's how. Maybe maybe that's a good way of teaching them. Maybe 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 we've just come full circle and said, but yeah, give the teachers guns so they can. There are people good. who say that in the United that States. Is, by the that's way, that's actually mm. a thing. It's not even a joke. That's a real yeah, a real solution. Wow. To solve America. the gun shooting was to train the teachers on how to shoot guns. But we don't. Mm. Yeah, we don't even. We've talked about like in America, there's like 300 million assault weapons or something. So to go get them, like I, if it's like mm. you just have to start a war or you have to do what you guys do, but it has to be. Mm. You have to pay these people a lot of money in America to give up their guns. So I don't even yeah. know. What, what, what do they sell them for in a buyback? Is it, is in it, like a buyback. More, is it more than like what just, it costs? Or We just exchange them for avocados. Oh. That's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> Those are getting Which are very expensive. Avocados They're are expensive. <laughs> so that's a good deal. I would trade a gun for You guys avocado. import them or do you grow yeah. them? Oh, uh, we do a little bit of both. You know, ah, okay. um, what yeah, about, I have a, um, a left field question here. Mm-hmm. She's grew up Mormon, right? Mm-hmm. Jacinda, uh, which that's just fascinating to me that American culture has spread all the way around the world. So there's Mormons yeah. in New Zealand, but then she yeah. grew up Mormon, but she left the Mormon church um, it, because of the stance, anti-gay stance and everything like that, which is consistent yeah. with the United States. Is yeah. she religious in any way? And does that matter in politics? Oh, uh, so she's agnostic. So she's she so she was asked this in the recent debate and they said, Are you do you, are you religious? And she says she's agnostic and um which is a very political answer. That's <laughs> but, a political um, way to say I'm an atheist, but sadly. Yeah, totally right. <laughs> yeah, totally right. It's hedging your bets, but purely for voting purposes. But do you have enough than... people can in America no one would know what agnostic meant? Right. So agnostic yeah. here is basically you don't believe uh so you don't that? know. You're, it's you're not, not sure. You don't know, you're not assigned or aligned. We have a thing here um, for us is that we don't, and and a lot of people here. So we don't we don't worship um, we don't worship Jesus, but we celebrate him. So <laughs> it's like, kind of like we get all the holidays, but we don't have to. You know, it's a real loophole. Sundays, it's a huge loophole. Yeah, but we're very appreciative of the work that he's done in the early two so thousands. <laughs> So is New Zealand in Kaplan? Uh, yeah. Is New yeah, Zealand so in general not religious? We pretty yeah we are. There's a lot. Oh, okay. There's multicultural. Um, there's, there's a lot. Yeah. There's there's a different. Um, I would say we're more Christian than any other religion. But um, yeah, I I feel like it doesn't. Yeah, because I know that how if 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 your president said come on guys, you know, we, you know, what are we all believing here? Um, then he wouldn't, or they wouldn't get in. Um, is that safe to say or no? Yeah. I mean, no, we think? have a, we have a president who definitely has never prayed in his life. But no, he but he says have. he has. Pretends he has. Yes, exactly. Right. Nick, let me give you the stats real quick. We've okay. had every, if you're not a uh, Protestant, you don't get it. We've had one Catholic and look how that ended up. 
Joe oh, Biden's wow. about to be hopefully Joe Biden's a Catholic. Our only Catholic yeah. so far yeah. was Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. really? And we all know what happened. Warn- Turner's issuing a warning. It sounds like to Biden. I don't know. No, I'm just mm. saying. Don't, don't drive by any book depositories anytime. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to Dallas. Well, wow. So that's that's interesting. That's really interesting. So it's really so. Do you think there'll ever become a time when it won't be a factor, or no. I guess it's dependent. I don't no. know. Maybe mm. we're definitely moving less. We're less religious mm. than we used to be, but I, I don't know. Well, mm. I, I think that you can be. I bet you could be another religion, but yeah. I bet you could probably be Jewish before you could be atheist. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, like it's a gateway to atheism. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it is. Kaplan. <laughs> it's a gateway to atheism. I'm not sure. Uh, no. Maybe yeah, you no, could I... be gay before you could be either of these. You I could definitely know. be gay first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have a gay president <laughs> yeah. before we have an atheist president. It, yes. For sure. Yeah, like Pete, Mayor Pete yeah. was a very religious. We talk about going to church and stuff, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, so it's interesting that because she, she, she was Mormon and so they, she would have had to, yeah, like do a lot of, is it, is jo, the Mormons, they're the ones that go door to door. Is that the one? Or oh, that's that Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Witness. Those yeah. are Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Mormons, Witness. I grew up with a lot of Mormons. They're um, uh, just like, I don't, they, they stick to, the, in the old days they were polygamous, but that's long gone. Right. Um, they're kind of just stick to themselves, but very um, uh, they don't they do not accept gays into the community for sure. Right. But you always hear about Mormons doing in America doing missions down in Australia and New Zealand and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah but those that's, are that's, to convert people. Her, missions, right. So as like, opposed to like, I mean, I guess I think they do do some charity stuff. Right. But, I wonder if we converted her. The, the, yeah. Their family. Probably. Was, I'd yeah, imagine. So, so, yeah, for sure. I, I feel like that's, you know, this, there must be some people in that religion, though, that's kind of, there must be easier countries to go to. Like, you know, obviously New Zealand, the Cook Islands or somewhere like that. Like, Oh, I who, have a friend. Was, so let me just say on the record. Papua New Guinea or something? Yeah, the, the, Nor- the Mormons I know are great people. Let me say that on the record. They're very great nice people. people. Great people. As long as you're not Except you know? for Sean Bradley. But uh, yeah. no, I, you can go. Yeah, some people go to like an African uh, desert to do the mission. And then my like friend's little brother went right. to Fort Lauderdale. Right. Which is like a suburb of Miami. And he right. had to do his mission there. So you can go in. So is it pulled out of a hat or like, do they request to go to these places or they just go? No, it's pulled out of a hat, basically. Like is they it? need people everywhere. That's and in the so Book of Mormon. That's how it was, right? They just send. Yeah. I, I don't know. I know real people. Forget <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Book yeah. of Mormon. <laughs> I'm going off actual <laughs> Mormons. <laughs> uh, they just yeah. decide. They decide where you go and you go there. You know. Yeah, interesting. How long yeah. for? What's the what's the the minimum? You go until, for two years, usually when you're 19, years. and so usually it's, it's just the men, right? Yeah, so like, it's two years, and it's convert as many people as you can. Yeah. Or yeah, right. It's a and numbers that, game, baby. You got to hit your number. It's like uh, Glenn Targets. Gary, Glenn Ross. You got to hit your sales targets. <laughs> yeah, KPIs, that yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Great. Uh, nice. Okay. Oh, that's good. No. Yeah. So I think yeah she um yeah so she. Grew up there and um, yeah, it hasn't really affected or, you know, there's, okay. there's nothing, there's, there's no, there's no pushback of the fact that she is not assigned to any specific religion. Okay. So with this election, she's now won again, which means she gets three more years, right? It's three years per election. Mm-hmm. What are the things, cause we were reading, we were trying to find like in America, she's known as this perfect figure, but like right. we said earlier, no one knows much. They just know like, right. oh, I like her. You know? know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, but yeah. then, so we were digging and it seems like there is some issues with the Maoris, right? 
Yeah. So they're the native people. Yeah. So Maori people are the native, uh, so indigenous. So, um, so a little bit of uh, history. So Kupe, um, came across from Hawaii, I think it was in 1600. Um, and then, uh, we made Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) And that's New Zealand. Good night, everybody. And that's all. It took us ages and, uh, here we are today. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, so the, so the, yeah, the Maori, uh, is the indigenous. Um, so I'm part Maori. I'm uh, one eighth Maori. So my great grandma. Did you know uh, that or is it DNA, DNA test? No, no. So uh, part of my, uh, yeah, that's, it's my family heritage and stuff. So my great grandmother, uh, Rangi Hohepa, uh, married a guy called Nicholas Radovanovich from Croatia. They wow. couldn't speak the same language. Uh, so they had 10 children <laughs> and, uh, that was, <laughs> that was the only thing that they were like, oh, all right, should we do this again? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> and then, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so there's a, a long, a long line of, um, uh, so the, the biggest thing here is tre- uh, the Treaty of Waitangi. So um, the English obviously came and said, oh, this is a pretty good country. We want to we wanna, um, uh, do more here. And so they had these big wars, these, um, uh, these land wars with the, the Maori people. And it was just, there was just no one was getting anywhere. So the, I don't know if you know this, a fun fact, but uh, Maori people invented trench warfare. So they were the first ones that made trenches. Nice. Shout so out. They were, Wait, that's yeah. a great blow. We like to give blowhard facts of the day for our listeners. Okay. <laughs> tell people at parties when you're at a cocktail party. Yes. You say, I don't know if you know this, but I don't know if you know this It's a great way to blow hard, but or here's uh, a better way to do it. I'm sure you are. You are aware. Yeah. I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. The mount, we As all know all who know. invented trench warfare. Of course. <laughs> Always. It's not, then you sip it's your not, martini and you, yeah. Yeah. It's not a great, it's not a great, like sort of impressing like another, like a, someone on a date. It's, it's like, it's, that's not a very good date type fact to go to talk about trench warfare. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is how, yeah. So, um, so they, so basically they were, yeah, did all this trench warfare. So basically a lot like Vietnam where it was really, um, you know, they would be in one place and then the, 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 um, the armies would go, oh, they're, they're over there now, we'll, we'll fight them over there. And then they'd sort of dig, go through tunnels and go up yeah. through different trenches and stuff. So they just weren't getting anywhere. So they decided to sign this thing called the Treaty of Waitangi, which is, the hu- which is a huge, um, uh, huge problem here because what the English did, this is, you know, you don't want to say that the English were tricky or um, uh, not very good people. But they, what they did is they signed, they did two versions of the treaty. So one was in Māori where they said, oh, this is, and so the Māori people were like, oh yeah, this is what we're signing. We agree to this. So basically it was like, you get the use of our land. But in the English version of the contract, they said, we now own the land. And so then when they were like, um, signed the treaty and they said, oh, here, all your um, the chiefs and your leaders have, have signed it. This is us. So we actually own this land now. And then, um, so then they just basically took, they just land grabbed a whole bunch of stuff. And so now it's, it's kind of retrospectively trying to sort that out because it's like, well, some people have been here for, you know, two, three, four generations who are English or European and who have like made the land what it is. And then now Maori people are going, but it's actually our land. So you have to give it back. But we've been here for a hundred years or a hundred years. So this, it's a really, it's a big, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's so hard. And so I think 
I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was a, a particular uh, protest at the moment and Jacinda didn't go down mm. and, um, and, and speak to them about it. And it was this huge deal where it's like, just go down and, you know, do your thing. And um, yeah, so she is very, very, very much um, for um, doing a lot of stuff for Māori and Indigenous people. But that particular uh, protest, um, which the name escapes from me just at this point in, in time, um, she got a lot of flack for. So well, that's that sounds like reading. a tough, I mean, political move to be like, hey, everybody, right? you're going to yeah. have to leave your house. Totally. We found out this yeah. was other land 800 well, years I think, ago. I think, I think what the, actually, what, now I kind of remember. So Fletcher Buildings, like this building construction site. So they bought the land. So they bought the land for, you know, fairly and, and invested all this money into the land and they bought it off this old European family. Um, but then uh, a Maldi, the local Maldi tribe said, actually, this is a great chance for us to, you know, to, to squatters rights get back our, our um, land back yeah and so they for then they formed like this big sort of chain around the land and then fletcher was like well we've paid a lot of money and it's ours <laughs> and then the multi people like well it's not yours it's ours and so it's just like you know what can you do in that situation send in the crusher we were reading uh you guys did you, you have a referendum on your on your the election you yeah. said where they want to rename the country lands of the long white cloud yes how did you vote on that <laughs> well so we've had we've had we've had four really uh so i think mm, was it three or four or five years ago I can't remember. Anyway, we spent $27 million on um, asking the people of New Zealand if they wanted to change our flag from the one behind me, mm -hmm. the, which has got the English Union Jack and then yeah. the Southern Cross stars. So these are the, the It's stars. very confusing. It's too similar to Australia. And, That's you know. mate. So Australia's got different kind of stars and there's a couple extra, a couple extra ones yeah. over here, I think, or something to represent the states, I think. Um, as well as the Southern Cross, and but, but this is just the Southern Cross, New Zealand, and then wow, New yeah, Jack. that's that's so I'd, I'd update. I could yeah, update oh, for twenty six mil. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do, do something in Photoshop tonight. <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to see something really funny, is um, we so what they did. This is so Kiwi. They said to the people in New Zealand, what would you like the flag to look like? <laughs> so they, they accepted uh, designs from the, uh, from New Zealanders, just anyone. They didn't have to be designers. They could just be just, if you can draw within the, send this the mail spectrum like of a flag, <laughs> PO box, send it in. And they put up all the different ones and you could vote for the different ones that you liked. And the one that was really getting a lot of traction was this thing called laser Kiwi. And it was a, it was a Kiwi uh, with lasers shooting out of his eyes. The fruit? A kiwi fruit? Was this like an no, eight-year-old like design? A kiwi this? bird. A yeah. kiwi oh, okay. bird. oh, the bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiwi bird with a big, big beak, and it was um, shooting lasers out of its eyes that uh, and awesome. destroying, destroying whatever, you know, uh, path, was, uh, any obstacles in its path type thing. And we called it laser kiwi. And it was, um, it was, uh, there's a lot if you go to a lot of sporting um uh, games now you'll see the laser kiwi flag being flown very proudly <laughs> oh it's like popular <laughs> but yeah but 27 million and we decided to keep it keep, uh, keep the old one <laughs> there's no laser you should just added a laser to what you have like shooting australia or something there you go shooting australia <laughs> yeah 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 exactly just shooting off to this wherever australia is pointing so the, the question was yeah so i'll tell you so we haven't actually had that referendum yet but they've been oh, okay. asking the question should we i mean for me personally it's like 
we call ourselves Aotearoa, which is Māori for Land of the Long White Cloud. But it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like we don't, Germany doesn't make everyone say uh, their name's Deutschland. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. like that's just, you know, or like France. In France, we're Nouveau-Zélande or whatever, the, you know. I mean, French... China is Zhongguo in China. Exactly. You're right. You yeah. Yeah. That's how you say it. And John, yeah. so how do you say it? Jongguo. Jongguo. Yeah. Jongguo. Yeah. I'm probably saying it probably bad, that's but close. it's, yeah, it's close. But, um, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, yes, you definitely keep that, um, uh, yeah. keep that, but it doesn't, America I, I will never know how to, Americans will never know how to say this new name. So we already we, don't, we, you already leave us off maps. So yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just leave it off just cause you couldn't spell. We waited to know? do this podcast till she won again. Let's just yeah. say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the big, the big referendums that we're voting for in the moment is legalizing cannabis and oh. euthanasia. Those oh. are the two that we voted I for. I like the both weekend. of those. Vote the for you should be able to kill yourself in any free. You should country. be able to, yeah, exactly. Like you know, um, have a uh, bone a crusher brownie, should do it, and, and you should brownie. take some pot. Yeah, exactly. Yep, kill your nan. You so should, what those about two things? Should be able to do. Mm. Uh, it seems like so the uh, the coronavirus response went mm. swimmingly. Everybody's happy, except also the economy went down like twelve and a half percent. Yeah. So yeah. was you, there, the, but, but she won re-election. So it seems like people that the, the, the response to COVID outweighed closing down for six weeks, whatever it was outweighed the economy dip for the next term. Now yeah. that she has like, she doesn't have to deal with the New Zealand first people. She doesn't have to deal with anybody. She has, mm. it's her party. Plus she has the parliament, right? The parliament, yeah. her party. Yeah. You can so she's a clear it. shot. What do you see her doing or even or attempting? So the big things that she needs to work on are the big things that people will judge her on is exactly the things that national, which is the opposition party said that they would do better, which is get the economy boost and stimulate the economy. But the problem with that is they were going to do it irresponsibly. So they were going to take money from the COVID fund that they'd saved um, in case there was a, um, another wave so that, because if there's another wave and we need to go into lockdown, they've got money in the bank to give us all wage Unbelievable. subsidies. Unbelievable. So responsible. To, yeah, really money responsible. Money in the bank. Money wow. in the bank to go, okay, we've got, I think they've got um, 14 billion or so. I can't remember that. That's a name that's sort of been bandying around. But that's enough to, that I think the whole, if the whole country went into lockdown again, we could all get wage subsidies for, you know, another three or four weeks and keep small businesses afloat, keep... Um, wow you know, keep people just, you know, uh, keep, keep people taking over, but national, we're going to go, we're going to stimulate the economy by putting that money back in by creating jobs like road working jobs and, you know, all these kind of stuff by using that money to stimulate. And it's like, yes, that's cool. If Corona was like, Oh, that's a thing of the past now, but it's not, it's, it's a real thing that could come back. So the big thing that labor or um, Jacinda has to do very well is somehow keep safe, keep, keep us still, you know, um, kind of Corona free, but also somehow get people spending, get, get jobs back up. But the big thing she has to worry about is the housing. The housing is like every, everything's literally the, the, for the lack of a better term is through the roof in terms of house prices. And it's just, um, that's the big thing that she's going to be judged on. Why is, why are your house mm. is so, is just not enough building? Uh, uh, so if you can imagine, so, um, about, 
so we have a team of five million, but not all five million lived in New Zealand. New Zealanders have this big thing here where we do our OE, our overseas experience. So at twenty one, you go gap year, uh, you yeah. buy a house, or yeah. you or, or like you you settle down with your high school sweetheart, or you go traveling and you do your what your, your like, options. what we call it OE because we're so far away from everyone. It's like well, we've got to go see the world. And so, um, so we do that. So a lot of New Zealanders were out and overseas, but now obviously they've all come back. And so everyone's come back. And so there's a lack of, uh, there's not many houses here. Um, there's, there's enough houses here, but there's not enough for demand. So all the house prices going up, but then here's the other thing. They can't build new houses because of the, um, the moldy um, uh, land situation that's oh. going on. They can't release the land because it's very problematic because you can't have like the Fletcher building situation. As soon as you release land, then there's different things going on. So oh, it's man. a real, real tightrope of, um, yes, we want to build and we want to build quickly, but it's, oh, it's you better, just, you better start you building because Americans, when, if Trump gets reelected, all these Americans are moving to New Zealand and they have so, a lot of money. They're going to spend money. It's going to keep prices high. You got to get building. Well, that's it. That's it. And we're apparently, yeah, apparently uh, moving to, I think it was like living in New Zealand or moving to New Zealand was the top Google search or something yeah, like that. I mean, uh, it sounds great because you have everyone realized everything sounds yeah. great there. Everyone first, like in the, somehow in the last four years, people have realized that all of Canada is above Detroit. It's too cold. <laughs> Wait, the whole country is north of Detroit. It's freezing. And they're like, I can't. So what there. I would what I would say though is that yes, we, we do have very good summers here, but mm. winters are free are really cold. Like oh, yeah, we uh, are there we, we go. Like, because if you say that, you know, Canada's above Detroit, you gotta realize that New Zealand is above Antarctica. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing between New Zealand and Antarctica. So when a southerly wind comes through and there's a lot of valleys and mountains and stuff. Wellington, for example, that is like a wind tunnel of, of Antarctic wind just ripping through this. So it's very cold. We, we need something. Mm. We need more. What else? What else is bad about New Zealand? We need to tell. <laughs> what else? I want to yeah, so tell people at cocktail parties, take it down a notch when they say they're moving yeah. there. I want to be yeah. like, do they have issues with the police or any any of our yeah. issues? Well, there's one thing I've learned is none of these people actually ever leave. Yeah, that's true. No, <laughs> it's, a big, yeah, it's a big like, thing to say. Yeah, I think uh, the, what's the worst thing about us is that we're very laid back and easy going. I oh, know that's good. <laughs> that's a bad thing. Um, <laughs> we are. Are comedy no, clubs open? Yeah. So the, yeah. Oh my god, oh, that, that's a so bad thing. Any, I might uh, move. The, come come over, mate. Come over. We so that's that. I run a, a pop up comedy um, venture called Laugh Club New Zealand. You can check us out Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And we basically do pop up shows all around the country. And we've just recently do, done a, a rural tour um, going around to all the farmers in all small town New Zealand. So we went down to a, a place the other day, had a population of um, 500 people and 200 of them um, turned out. Amazing. And so they've been doing it all really tough because of the drought. There's some droughts and stuff going on here as well. And also the coronavirus and stuff. So we just did all these gigs, but we just, yeah, going on tour. But because there's no international acts coming, <laughs> everyone there's nothing to do here so everyone's just no, going, but you're the best male comedian comedy. in new zealand so Mate, come on you're headlining like, everywhere you? this is actually huge you? for you yeah that's right keep yeah, the competition out new zealand right. first yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah um we've only got one we've only got one full-time comedy club and that's the classic and that's in auckland but there's loads of like rooms so i, I don't okay. know what the, the same thing for you guys I guess we have that in new do. york we have just but, uh 
Yeah. I run a bar show. We call it bar shows. Bar shows, right. Yeah, yeah. You take the back room at a bar or something like that. Yeah, Once a yeah, week yeah. and you run a show. Yeah. So there's heaps of it. Like there's so many. Like you can gig every every night of the week here in Auckland and then um, outside of in other places as well. You can gig loads. And yeah, it's a really good scene. And um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's good. Mm. That's awesome. Sorry you know, to what, say that, guys, because when was the last time you gigged? Um, I mean, I did a show last night on outside, a rooftop. He did an outdoor show. Yeah. Outdoor shows. Outdoor shows. But what there's still like? few and far between. You know, I do. I used to do probably 10 to 15 shows a week. And wow. now I do one would be good. One live wow. show. Plus, a week. He, plus he does a couple of Zoom shows. And then I do a Zoom show every Friday. I do yeah. Zoom shows sometimes uh, yeah. every Friday. I do a show on Zoom. And then yeah. I'm just waiting. You know, the book, there's clubs. A couple clubs are running shows in New York. Yeah. But um, one of them in stand up New York is in uh, parks around New York City. Right. And right. then New York Comedy Club has like three rooftops that they're running. They're running and so. Stuff. There's just, but those are the only two, I think the stand might be doing something, but I don't work there, but those are the yeah. only two doing anything. And like all bar yeah. shows are gone. Wow. So there's no bars right now. So there's, there's no obviously bars. no bars. So yeah, it's been <laughs> yeah. from like literally down right. from 15 a week to one a week. So how are you guys surviving? Like what's the, do you guys get wage subsidy? What, what's in New York? What is New York people? Uh, we get, get a little York? bit. I mean, I'm lucky. I get like, I put out my album last year. It gets played on the radio a lot. Oh, so cool that you make a good amount of money on the radio. Um, Amazing. It's so yeah, good. It's not well, they bad. Just keep it on loop. Is it just, there's like, comedy dude. stations now on, have you ever heard of Sirius XM radio? It's satellite radio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so they just He's play on. that. And so there's like seven comedy channels. Now one's yeah. clean comedy. One's like Kevin Hart has a channel. Right. Uh, Larry, the cable guy has a channel. All the, like Jeff Foxworthy, all these different styles of comedians have their own channel. And then yeah. comedians they like, they'll put on their channel. And mm. if you get played, it's good. It's like every time you get played, it's like, it's, it's 20, 20, 25 bucks. Amazing. To get played. Just do that. Just do no, that instead of gigging. <laughs> well, if you, if you can, <laughs> what it's created is this crazy world where you don't have to be on Netflix to have a career in comedy. Right, you know, you can make right. a living by putting out your own albums. Yes. Audio only. And then if it gets on the radio, you're good. You know, I mean, you're not good. Right. You still need to I tour mean, and everything, of course. but it's Cancel a baseline us. of income that you then yeah. can like, you can build a middle-class human American career on comedy yeah. without ever being famous. Now. Amazing. It's yeah, only great. in like the last five years. Wow. Um, but yeah, that helps. And then, you know, doing the Zoom mm -hmm. shows. I run my own Zoom show and whatever. You Amazing. try to piece it together. And this podcast is the number one podcast in Armenia. So we're exactly. So pretty soon the sponsor, <laughs> the Armenian <laughs> sponsors are banging down our door. We right have now. to look into some Armenian. Uh, my wife was already looking up the Armenian malls because we might move there since we're so big. So yeah, right. I'm gonna, we're going to have to find some sponsors for next week. Uh, you, I need, wanna... you need some merch for the show just very yeah. quickly. Number one in Armenia, surely. Number one in Armenia. Oh, you're right. right. We never even thought of that. <laughs> you got to have some merch. It's only been cut now. <laughs> yeah. We've only been number one for four days. But yeah, well, Mate. I've been out listen, partying the whole time. I haven't had shots. I've only been number... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always party. Your first number one. You, I, I destroyed a hotel room. I rented out a hotel just to smash the room. Kaplan's <laughs> celebrating like he just won the NBA finals. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like a band. I'm a band like goes a to parade. parade. Yeah. <laughs>
I threw a lamp out the window just for the hell of it. This hotel. Yeah, but, but like the NBA finals, you have to um, give the number one in Azerbaijan t-shirts to some uh, country in Africa. <laughs> We're last exactly. place in Azerbaijan. <laughs> last place in Azerbaijan hats. Yeah, go Most, hated. <laughs> Most hated in Azerbaijan. That's another shirt right there. That's another, <laughs> wait, you're merching it up. Public enemies of Azerbaijan. <laughs> like little African kids wearing Azerbaijan t-shirts. <laughs> wait, I have to ask on that note, I have to ask yeah. one more tough question because people say we don't ask okay. the tough questions. Oh, this is why Johnny say this. Oh, yes. gosh. This is yes. for them. So yeah. the 30%, I read the, the shocking number was that there was, it was 28% or 30% of kids, uh, the Mardi kids are living below the poverty line. Is that true? Right. Mardi kids, yes. So it's a, it's a big, huge. Um, yeah. Is that on it's, her? Is that her responsibility? 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. That's her. That's um. She gets some headlines here. She steals sandwiches from kids. I, that's I don't know if you have heard that. Has a um, has a line that's been um. They don't put that in the New York Times. Um. No, I feel yeah. So basically, this it's it's an interesting situation. So yeah, there's there's a huge there's many rural parts of New Zealand which are very sort of cut off and. Um, so for example, my, where, where my ancestors are from, there's a place called Okaiho, um, and Kaikoui, which are, they used to be really great thriving industries of carry gum digging. So they used to do like, um, a lot of the Maldi and, uh, Croatian, um, uh, workers would go there and they would just make loads of money, literally cutting down coldy uh, trees and making gum out of them and then what happened is the governments st- like they took away the infrastructure so they took away like um they the trains no longer went up there for passenger trains for example they just used it for work and then they stopped the working and then they stopped carry gum digging but um and then the what was like really affluent towns now are just like boarded up there's only like you know a school and something else there, but they're all live there, but there's no jobs in the area. And so it's really hard for them to get out of that, that town because, you know, do you sacrifice a house? You can live there and it's cheap, but there's no, like, what is cheap when you don't have money coming in? Yeah. And so that's, that's the big problem is a lot of the kids are going through there. So a lot of kids also aren't like going to school with lunches and that kind of thing. And so there's, but there's lots of, there's lots of um, programs that are helping out with that. But a lot of it is um, like it's a fine line between um, it's a fine line between just giving people extra money so that they've got money for their kids. So you have to give it to the adults, right? But then the adults spend it on you know drugs or alcohol or whatever or debt. Or, you know, it's not even necessarily bad things. It can just yeah. be like trying to get our debt, petrol you know, second job taxes. It's just, there's just a, a never ending loop of, you know, whatever. The horse, the horse races, horses, the horse races. You got the, you know, you got a bad bet from the, uh, the, the deputy <laughs> prime minister, yeah, got a bad a tip, tip off. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your car's been crushed by uh crusher Collins. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, you so know, it's things, are, things are bad. Things are hard, but yeah, so it's a, it's a really, that's something that everyone is, is definitely working on towards. So for example, my school, uh, my school, my kid's school, uh, Bo, he's just uh, going to the school at Arewa, Arewa Beach down the road. And he, um, there's some kids there that don't have any lunches or anything like that. And so what they do is they try and discreetly um, give them lunch. And so they have to go off to the office and, you know, and, and they get these bread rolls and just sandwiches and that kind of thing. But the, the problem is 
is that my kids think that they're really awesome and that they're really like almost privileged in a way because they get to a leave the classroom and b whenever they come back they come back with these awesome meals <laughs> and so they in their eyes they're like going they're killing it they're doing better than us yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so there's lots of different programs and stuff going on but yeah it's it's a it's a huge problem but i feel like it's something that's that that everyone's it, it should be easy enough to fix i think that, that the next three years they'll roll out heaps of things that will help it um but it's just always been a problem. Who knows? Ah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's always been a problem. I would say, yeah, I'd, I'd say, because do you in your schools when you guys used to have schools? Did you guys have like school lunches? We was yes. that like a? But we it's like we still do. We still have lunch in school. Do all the kids take it, or is it uh, Kaplan? Well, in New York City, where I live, we actually it's, they made it free for everybody. So for what you're saying, wow, everybody free, so no one feel that shame you feel. You're saying yeah. they feel special. But they said that oh, people feel shame if they get, if they don't have to pay, and other kids pay. Oh, the kids, the kids who are receiving it don't feel special, but they're yeah. but because yeah, they're yeah. only like five and six. But when they get into eight, nine, ten, and they realize, oh, it's because you know they yeah. haven't got any money. I mean, here they that's even have it gets problematic. They have too many lunches. They booked them for like the amount of people they normally get because they're always offering. Yeah, I walk right. by and they offer them to me because they look yeah. and they're like, do you want a free yeah. meal? And they're like offering the school lunches now to regular people. That but yeah, it's yeah. not um. It's not fancy or anything, but they do give to yeah. Yeah. Well, now now it's uh, I guess it's the the opposite statistic for you guys is that thirty percent of comedians are below the poverty line. It's no, funny, they're, so they're oh, probably giving well, those, those lunches to you sure, guys. I got on. free lunches in my school next yeah, time building. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Now that comedians qualify for unemployment, we're making more money than ever. By the oh, way, mate, yeah, well, that's the thing. America, comments. they were giving. Yeah, to answer your question earlier, we were giving out. They had a, they were giving us wages. This is too busy. Unemployment extra, but they kind of stopped that's doing that a while done. ago. Yeah, yeah so. it's done, right. But yeah. for a while. For a while, a lot of comedians are making more than they normally made, for sure. For a little yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. 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 Honestly, with the wage subsidy, like, for me for me personally, I lost a lot. So, this is, this is a funny story. I'll, I'll tell the story anyway. Um, so, basically, I got a, I got a job. Well, I, I, got a, I got a gig um, on Australian television. I got, a, I got a, to do a comedy sports show, and it was a two-year two-year deal and i was about to move my whole family over to australia so we packed up all of our house four-bedroom house put it in a container shipped all of our stuff over to australia and then when that was in the middle of the ocean corona happened (laughs) oh my god that's funny so and so we i was i was over there the kids and and my wife were saying goodbye to their grandparents in, in new zealand and then we had to make this call because i was closing down the borders i was like oh i'll just come back you know we'll be back here for three or four months and then we'll go back over it um fast forward to seven months later um we've just decided to bring our stuff back we it cost us twenty thousand new zealand dollars to basically send our stuff back furniture on holiday oh my gosh <laughs> so what have you been living with you haven't had furniture for this whole time you just been we've like, just been like this, it's like i guess the thing uh, i guess the equivalent is craigslist i guess trade me is yeah. the big uh, yeah. website oh, yeah. here so you can go around and you can go to different houses and go oh, we're selling this couch for 20 bucks but during a whatever. pandemic that's not ideal mate it's real it was so we we like yeah we i had like two weeks just to try <laughs> to try and fill the place with comfortable things but not spend heaps because we already had a four bedroom house at, like in the ocean <laughs> oh my God. so it was uh it was a it was a weird time but long long story short it's um 
it's good here because now I can work in New Zealand. So it's actually like, it's even though I say, yeah, I've lost that money, but now because we can go and tour and do our things and, um, get, um, and, and basically work. And we're in New Zealand, we're living like there's nothing. The only thing that's not here is tourists is that's the only thing we can't go away from here. That's the only yeah. thing that life is just normal here. It's um, that's the only thing you don't have to like wear masks or any of that stuff anymore. People no, no masks, uh, no social distancing. We just had the All Blacks play Australia, um, and Eden that's Park. There's forty thousand people. Right? That's no. the rugby. Yep. Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. You have to preface just to that. Clarify yeah, that say, just to clarify that before anyone jumps yeah. down. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's our, that's the name of our national rugby team is the All Blacks. We're you hear down. that, liberals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a reason they won't come now. Actually, now they won't come. Yeah, that's yeah. That's one bad thing. Uh, so we just had 40,000 people just watch the game and oh, wow. uh, it was, yeah. So it was, um, well, they do yeah. that in Florida. They yeah, don't yeah we had 90,000 in Georgia <laughs> last week, so we're better. We're doing a better job clearly. <laughs> Cause there's some, just there's some States just not just going, eh, shrugging their shoulders. Shit. Pretty right. some states, they like where in these States, they still have to wear masks where they have to wear But other than that, they go about their lives normal. Like, really? yes. yeah. And, and are they seeing like good results from that? Or no, they're no. Not? no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to let the virus stop them, though. And that's the important part. Yeah, they're just they're killing like all their grandmas, but they're they not going to let the virus stop them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're bored. It's a new, they like moved on to another story. That was like, they go. You know, that's the whole thing. They go, we have to move on with our lives. Yeah. That's the argument yeah. without yeah, saying right. that. Yeah, but the virus hasn't left. You know, yeah, it's actually wow. getting worse. Yeah. It's actually getting worse and worse yeah. every day. But yeah. well, if we go by what happened 100 years ago with the Spanish flu, um, which started in America, apparently. Um, no, you know no fake news. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> disagree. I disagree. <laughs> fake news. This was before trench warfare. Um, yeah. but, started in uh, Mexico. <laughs> World War One. That's why it's called Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called Spanish. <laughs> um, and so uh, it's two years, I reckon. Two years is this is going to be a thing. And then it'll be all good. But then everyone um, will have had it. Yeah. Well, then, and then, yeah, and then everyone will be like Florida. We'll just go, well, t- that's enough. Two years is enough. <laughs> We're just going to yeah. get back into they it. They better keep playing me on the radio. You hear that, Sirius XM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I need one more year out of you. Anyway. So, oh, my gosh. Um, very quickly, can I ask you a question then? Yes. What, what do you think is going to happen in New York? Like, we've, so this is what we've been hearing in New Zealand is that New York, everyone's uh, moving out. Uh, oh. New York's dead. It's died. <laughs> And uh, everyone is. You guys um, get the New York Post there? <laughs> James Altucher who's telling you this. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting fed that that it's like um, it's all doom and gloom. That's like tumbleweeds. Weirdly, the um, subways still smell like urine, but it's, oh, no one's in them. True. That kind of thing. Um, uh, but it's, so, what is what is your thoughts? What are your what do you think is going to happen? What do you what do you think is um, when when do you think it'll be back to normal? And uh, yeah, what's what's your thoughts? What do you want to go first? Or you want me to, Kaplan? Well, we can go back and forth, I guess. I would say it ha- it's not it's not tumbleweeds. There's right. people, it's not tumbleweeds, eating, but people it's eating not sushi great. and bike lanes, as they like to joke, right? I mean, there's a lot okay. of a lot of outdoor people are enjoying the outdoors. A lot of people right. have come back. Um, yeah. but a lot of people have left too. A lot of people move to the suburbs, people with families, or just yeah. haven't or rich people are in their home, their vacation homes still and haven't come back. They're yeah. waiting. Yeah. Here's uh, an issue is yeah, as Kaplan says, I bike around the city because I'm not taking any subways or anything. So if I have to go to spots, I'll take I'll bike like three miles to this place, yeah. go do comedy, bike the next three miles, go to another place. So yeah. when you bike through, it's in certain neighborhoods, it feels like New York's never been more alive. Yeah, like, right. especially when the weather's nice. 
Yeah, because right. because the bars are not open indoors, but they're open twenty five percent now. But really, they're, they're open outdoors. outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the streets, it feels like Europe. Like you're biking through right. these like little one way. They made streets. they created these like new plazas almost in the streets of like outdoor dining and yeah. So it's right. like, as Kaplan likes to say, like some in every town in Europe, there's uh, there's a, a water fountain in the middle, and just high school kids <laughs> all day and all night are drinking <laughs> on the steps of it. Yeah, that's what New York City feels like now in certain yeah. neighborhoods. But then you'll bike okay. five more neighborhoods or five more minutes. And yeah. it doesn't feel dangerous, but it just feels abandoned. Where it right. used to be kind of like stuff going on. But then you go five minutes past that and you're back to one of those hot neighborhoods again. Yeah. So we it just kind of have... feels like what a lot of cities in America have always felt like that, though. That's what San yeah. Francisco's always felt like. So it just doesn't feel like it was in top form six months ago. The whole city was on yeah. fire. You know, yeah. everything wow, it was right. fun. And... Like everything was blown up throughout the thing. It's not at the yeah. peak anymore. But right. I don't think it's back to like 1991 where everyone's right. just shooting each other. Or 1970. Yeah. Well, what it is is that in, 70s, yeah. Turner lives in Brooklyn. I live in Queens. These areas are residential. And in some areas, are, Manhattan is the one where it's like no. based on businesses where it's like dead in certain areas. No, no, no. Right. But I bike through Manhattan. That's right, what I right. was talking oh, about. Oh, that's what you meant. Okay, yeah. To yeah. clarify. This midtown Manhattan, like all the tourist areas you would go to are just like mostly abandoned because no one sure. lives there and there's no business. I think uh, the idea found of, out for what they are a little bit like yeah. the tourists go there. Yeah, and, and it's go, so yeah, expensive actually, and everyone really yeah. can work on Zoom and like, why don't yeah. you go to the city? And, I would say yeah. just like there's no tourists, right? Yeah, yeah. And exactly. So anything, we need tourists even just as, yeah. Broadway yeah. shut down. So anything where the tourists would be is gone, is, is non-existent. But the idea that everyone's like, it's super dangerous and there's murder all over the place. It's just not it, it is higher than it was. Uh, I think it's double what it was last year. I mean, someone got oh, murdered right outside my apartment. Uh, uh, that's uh, true. Over a parking spot. <laughs> a parking spot. Really? So, that wasn't good. Wow. So you know, that's why I said we need the crusher in my neighborhood. But, yeah, right. But, but other right. areas seem to be OK. Turner's area seems to be doing better. My neighborhood's yeah. totally fine. Um, yeah. So I think it's just it's nowhere close to what it, everyone's like. It's back to the 70s. That's not true at all. No, it's but it's also not. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Turner, your, your neighborhood's totally fine now that you got rid of that guy who stole your car, car parking spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, he got what he just you on the night of. <laughs> you got to shoot a couple rule violators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then everything's fine around where I live. And then yeah. you're okay. We, can, we uh, yeah. can use a gun buyback program in New York. But anyway. Yeah, buyback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, this has oh, been great, so, man. Yeah. Mm, mm, Thank you so no. much for doing this. No, yeah, I appreciate any time. Anytime you want a New Zealand correspondent on anything, let oh. us know because I'd be right, you're super in. keen. Yeah. yeah, such a fun, fun, uh, fun chat. And yeah, I, I really, I really do hope that uh, it's sort of yeah, it gets back to normal and everyone can start gigging properly again. You know what I mean? I know that uh, you've got your rooftop gigs, but what's going to happen in winter? Uh, it's That's over. the other thing. I mean, in New York. A- it's going to be done. The, the rooftop's right. finished. Yeah. yeah it's all, so we only have a few weeks left. So final thoughts on Jacinda Ardern. So mostly what we hear, mostly correct with shades of like, well, this, the, the Maudi thing's not so good. This other thing's mm-hmm. not so good. Right. She's mostly, uh, yeah, as good as advertised. We were saying from your perspective. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So she's, she's got like 50% of New Zealand as you know, that's a high percentage of the country um, is, is backing her to, to be prime minister. But there are, there are people who don't like her, but yeah, I mean, I would say, don't believe everything you read about her, but um, <laughs> tax is, is probably the new thing that you've probably learnt tax as a nickname. Um, but yeah, I think um, the next three years we'll find out, you know, what she's really about. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully she doesn't have any mass, um, international news 
uh, tragedies. <laughs> well, she does. We'll have so, you back on. So. Yeah, well, okay. Well, with, you know, with this, with this like, cloud, there's a silver lining, I guess. All right. Well, everybody check out Short yes, Poppies yeah, exactly. on Netflix. Go on Netflix, mm. check it out. And um, can, we watch your, can we watch Seven Days Online? Uh, I don't think you can, but I tell you what you can do. If you go to Laugh Club NZ uh, yes. on Facebook or Instagram, we are basically uploading daily content up there uh from all of our stand-up shows so um you can yeah jump on there and we're yeah we're just doing daily stuff and um yeah it's pretty funny if you want to see new funny new zealand television go to laugh club nz there's this thing that i do so there's a quiz show here in new zealand that i that i get asked to go on and i pride myself on never getting an answer right i was watching (laughs) that today and so i I haven't got an answer right on that channel. I'm the only one who's got zero points all the time. And so um, it's become this thing in New Zealand now where it's like, oh, Nick's on. He's just only going to do joke answers. (laughs) And it's really annoying to the producers. But um, yeah, it's fun. And we can watch at laughclub.z. Uh, uh, laugh club laugh club nz yep or nz, NZ. sorry yes nz, NZ. get the plug right yeah. yes laugh club nz get the plug right <laughs> yeah get your own um, plug right don't All google right. aluminum that is it <laughs> aluminium uh, <laughs> com is the website uh, uh, thank you nick it's been 10 years we it shouldn't have been that long we'll, we'll see you do uh, it soon. yeah and sure. um, Kaplan, that's it. Everybody go to patreon.com slash lost in America. $5 a month. You get three extra shows a week. Support the show brought to you by you, brought to you by our Patreon. Support the number one show in Armenia. Exactly. Yeah. Kaplan, that's it. Uh, what should we do? I'm, I'm going to look up uh, real estate in uh, New Zealand and buy, buy myself a little home and I'm going to get lost. Get lost. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.